podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri. This is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison DeBario-Goggin, has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. Do you have chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, or maybe you're just exhausted and wondering what's going on? Can functional medicine help me? What can I do? Then this is the video for you. If we haven't met yet, I'm Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin. I'm a functional medicine physician and doTERRA wellness advocate, and I help women overcome chronic health issues, help them lose weight, overcome anxiety, so they can feel like themselves again. So today we're going to be talking about chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, or just feeling exhausted in general. And some of the main categories that I go through with my patients to help figure out what's going on with them. Now, when I was a teenager, um, I think fibromyalgia had become an official diagnosis, and that is what my primary care had diagnosed me with. I had migrating aches and pains, I had depression, I was fatigued all of the time, and there wasn't anything that would really obviously cause this issue. So my mom was told she had it, my dad was told he had it, I was told I had it, and there was really nothing to do, which was really depressing, really um, disheartening. Like, okay, here you go, you're 15, you have fibromyalgia, good luck with your life. Um, and, and that's not on my physician, I loved her to death that there were no answers, there were no tools. So I, at that time, really had no options. I didn't know anything about natural health, neither did my parents. It wasn't anywhere in our circles or understanding. So I, looking back now, realize that I had a lot of issues going on. Number one, my birth control was making me crazy and sick and um, caused a lot of issues for me. I also had depression because as a teenager, I woke up before the sun came up and in Cleveland, Ohio, I was home after the sun went down in winter. So I never saw the sun. I never got to go outside. My diet was trash because that's what we eat, especially as teenagers. It was so many kinds of cereal for breakfast, a bagel for lunch, maybe, maybe meat or maybe vegetables for dinner. My gut was a mess. I was in a ton of pain. Um, I was told I had endometriosis when I actually didn't, um, when they did the surgery. I think it was all gut pain, gut issues, probably the beginnings of my colitis and nobody knew. Um, so I understand that it's really scary to get a fibromyalgia diet diagnosis and it's hard to know where to go. So today we're going to talk about where are we going with these things? How do we know what's it being caused by? What can you look for? So the first thing I would like to say is that we definitely have to get back to basics when we're talking about fibromyalgia and pain and fatigue because so many people are just ignoring their blood work and they're not getting it done. And there's so many things that could be hidden in there like anemia or liver conditions that we have to figure out the very, very basics of what's going on. Because if you're anemic because of uh, maybe SIBO, like a small intestine bacterial overgrowth, or you have another condition or a B12 deficiency, there's so many different things that could be causing your fatigue that could be easily fixed. So we need to start there and really get your blood work done first. 
The next thing that I like to talk about is infections because most of my autoimmune patients, most of my fibro patients all have underlying chronic infections that either they knew were there and they thought they got rid of or are coming back. So something like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, all of these things can be tied back to fibromyalgia and really enhance it and make it worse. So it's really important that you get those tested for it as well. Um, bacteria, strep infections as well will cause these types of issues. Another major infection is yeast or candida as well. So yeast lives in our body, but it can also overgrow and cause fatigue and joint pain and muscle pain and brain fog as well. So this is a time to get, again, get tested for these things. Most people will come to me and say, I have a yeast issue. I have yeast overgrowth. And I'll say, well, why do you think that? Why, where is this coming from? What, show me what test you had done. And they say, oh no, I read a blog and it said that I have a overgrowth of yeast. Or no, my natural physician or my nutritionist said, oh, you must have yeast. So you need to go on a candida diet. And while that's great, there's so many other factors that might be looking the same as yeast. A lot of yeast issues are Epstein-Barr issues. So before you jump on a diet or you go to the store and grab $100 worth of supplements and try and choke them down and not see any progress, just like wait, get the testing done before you do start a program or a plan because otherwise you're wasting a ton of time and a ton of money on a program or a plan or supplements that's not gonna do anything for you. Another really common reason for fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue is autoimmune conditions. So there's the general ones like rheumatoid arthritis, of course, or Hashimoto's or thyroid issues. But another thing that we could do through testing is figure out, is there other issues going on? A lot of people will go to their doctors, their doc will run an ANA panel on them, it'll come back negative, they'll say, okay, you don't have any autoimmune disease, you're fine, get out of here, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, and for me, we want to do deeper testing. So autoimmune issues can attack any tissue in the body. So you might have an autoimmune issue that's attacking the brain or the joints, the ligaments, the tissues, the pancreas. Uh, there's so many things that basically any tissue. So if we run a test, we can figure out exactly what tissues are being targeted and then work on that part of the immune system. We don't wanna guess. We don't wanna say, oh, this test came back negative. You definitely have no autoimmune issues. We wanna keep digging deeper and deeper. The next really important section of talking about chronic fatigue is brain health. So that might seem totally opposite or you might be like, yeah, I have a ton of brain fog, but that's not actually what we're talking about. So the vagus nerve, is our cranial nerve 10 and it starts in our brain. It runs down our whole body. It innervates and touches every organ, um, every tissue. It's really, really amazing. It's a, it's a really important part of our nervous system. So what we're learning is that we used to say there's the sympathetics, which is our fight or flight, and the parasympathetics, which is our rest and digest. And now we have this polyvagal theory, which you can look up. It's really interesting. And it's we actually have five states of being where we can fight or flight, we can rest and digest, we can be um, competitive, right, and healthy. Um, we could be competitive and immobilized, so like frightened and fear, or we can be relaxed and intimate. So there's actually obviously way more control that our body has other than a balance of fight or flight versus um, 
rest and digest. So if you have an issue in that nerve and in that system, it can also cause migrating aches and pains. And they talk a lot about like a massage therapist and you go and you say, okay, this hurts right here. My shoulder hurts. And they'll massage it out. The tension will be gone. You'll be like, great. But now this one hurts. Now my back hurts. Now my calf hurts. And it's just moving all over the place. So vagal tone, V-A-G-A-L, vagal tone is really important in supporting the body, healing the body. You can do vagus nerve exercises like gargling, gagging, enemas, humming, singing. Most people choose gargling as their uh, effective treatment, but there's a lot more. So vagal nerve exercises can help support the body, the energy, and the relaxation and creating a very more balanced tone in the body in both muscle and um, nerves. So that way the body is relaxed, the mind is relaxed, and you're not having all of these pain points from tense muscles. And then lastly, of course, we have to talk about stress, sleep, fatigue, all of those things. So stress is one of the major factors in fibromyalgia. And I've been told that I'm sure you have to, well, just relax, just forget about it, get over it, don't think about it. And yet you're lying awake all night, tossing and turning, you're stressed, you can't stop thinking, um, your stress keeps you up all night, and staying up all night, of course, increases your pain. So the number one thing I would say would be focus on sleep, getting restful sleep, making sure you have good sleep hygiene, like turning off your phone, putting your phone in the bathroom to charge so you can still hear your alarm, turning off the TV, um, making sure it's cool and dark in your bedroom, um, using a sleep mask. doTERRA just came out with one with their um, sleep kit. It's wonderful. I've been using it. Um, making sure that your body is calmed down so you might need a ritual like a shower or a bath before you go to bed, changing into PJs. How would you treat a little kid is basically how we need to treat ourselves as adults. Another thing would be taking melatonin, of course. Um, I don't really prefer that. It's not my number one go-to unless you're having serious sleep and pain issues. I like the melatonin, really it's the sleep patch from patchmd.com. I like that one because you can put it on your skin. You don't have to swallow anything or take anything. Um, or I like to use Insomnitrol if you need more melatonin than um, what most people would need. I also want to support serotonin because serotonin turns into melatonin. So all of those neurotransmitter supports like 5-HTP, um, iron, B vitamins, those are all important as well. Another thing that I have recently found is that the EMF blocking um, I have a little necklace from Vibe that I've been wearing every day. And honestly, that has helped my sleep a lot because my body is not responding to all of these energetic waves. Um, I bought one on a whim because I wanted to play with it and see, and then I started to wear it. And sort of someone who's always struggled with insomnia, this has really changed a lot for me. So making sure that your body is safe and protected from um radiation from devices can be very, very helpful, especially in our world of 5G, where you cannot control where towers are going and what is being put up around you. This is something that might be helpful for you to sleep. Okay. So this was a lot of information that uh, gives you the building blocks to understand and maybe a starting point of, okay, I'm struggling with fatigue and now I need to know what's my next step. So 
you can have a lot of testing done. You can really dive deep into your health history and figure out what's going on. And if you would like a free health assessment, you can schedule with me. The link is below, or you can message me on Facebook, ask me any questions. We can figure out where you need to start and what would be the best ideal for you. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe so you stay up to date with all of our weekly videos and podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.